Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, 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 here we are, Bob Wodowski, Wojo, Detroit News columnist, Matt Charbonnet, Michigan State beat writer for the Detroit News. I got it right this time. There's a plane flying overhead. You might be able to hear it. <laughs> or a helicopter. We're in the horseshoe where about uh, an hour ago finished off. A, uh, I thought people realized that Ohio State was really good and it was going to be really difficult for the Spartans. But that was much more lopsided than we anticipated, was it not? Yeah, and the, the way it just looked so easy for Ohio State. I mean, you know, if this was going to be a three-touchdown game, I don't know, if, again, if a lot of people would have been stunned. But just, I mean, it just felt to me like Ohio State was playing against their scout team. And maybe their scout team would have given them a better look. I mean, when you score a touchdown on essentially every drive of the first half. Seven they did, possessions. They didn't score on the eighth drive because it was a kneel down. True. So let's just, every drive they had was a touchdown. At no point did you think, Maybe Michigan State's going to get off the field here, which is funny because early in the season against Purdue and some other things, that was their thing. They couldn't get off the field on third down. You're like, right there for a stop. That was never the thing here. It was just a matter of how quickly Ohio State's going to score. That was alarming to me. And the one thing Mel Tucker said after, because he did, yes, go ahead. He essentially got to the reason why. He got to it after a little bit. <laughs> he said, what's the key moving forward? Recruiting. Yes. The whole idea of you need the guys, and today showed they don't have the guys in, in, in a lot of places. Right, and, and Mel Tucker doesn't want to throw his own players under the table, and he went through several minutes that we just got asked to go better, learn from it, and no one's going to uh, point fingers. And then after a while, as Matt said, he said, but we, we lost one-on-one battles. We lost, I mean, we have to recruit like crazy. And, and truly that is execution, execution, I would say. <laughs> um, yes, they had some poor execution, but the difference in talent is, is and as a matter of fact, when you see that game today, 56-7, to as, as bad as it was for the Spartans, it gives you a little bit more of an appreciation for what they've done this year yeah. because the difference in talent level was immense. It gives you an appreciation for how good Ohio State is and an appreciation for how much they need Kenneth Walker, who was dealing with an ankle or a foot injury and only carried the ball, what, six times. Yeah, and look, Walker's kind of had that thing going for quite a while this year, in and out, on and off, but we saw it bug him a little bit more late last week against Maryland. So I know during the game a lot of us were saying, why in the world? Is he not getting the ball more? And it becomes a little clearer afterward when they say, yeah, it, it was bugging him. So that was an issue today. Um, so not having him, obviously, is huge for this offense. But they also were without Jalen Naylor again. Right. Jared Horst again. And then Jaden Reed gets hurt right towards the end of the first half. He didn't play the second, of course, by then. Yeah, and warning people, warning uh, the, the rest of the Big Ten and the rest of the world, the Buckeyes are getting healthy. They've got those three unbelievable receivers, but all three of them over 100 yards. C.J. Straub, what was he, 32 for 35? For, One was a drop, it, those three incomplete. Right, yeah. right, right, for 350 yards or whatever. Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns, yeah, yeah. Did I say that part? Yeah, yeah. Well, no but, one's ever had six touchdown passing against Michigan State till today. Wow. Well, they have a cooking. Ryan Day is now 25-0 and against Big Ten teams. Uh, 
you should be nervous there in Ann Arbor for next week's game for sure because this Ohio State team, that blip early on against Oregon, I must admit, we're all kind of like, ooh, maybe they're vulnerable. Did not see a vulnerability today. I mean, Michigan State's defense couldn't get near C.J. Stroud. I mean, they blitzed a couple of times, but you couldn't you couldn't give him that much time, and he just picked him apart. Right, and when you're, when they're playing with a lot of cushion because you don't want to give a big plays, and they still get beat deep right, for big right, plays. Right. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of pressure. But then offensively, too, you're right. It, that offense had to be perfect. You had to be perfect without one of your best players at 100%. And maybe, maybe next week, Michigan, if they're able to run the ball like they do a little better, keeps the yeah, Ohio State offensive field off the field a little bit more. Michigan State couldn't really do that. I mean they had the one sustained drive that ended with the the weird, the weird fumble, fumble, not fumble first drive. down turned into an incomplete pass and then they missed a field goal. That was it. That was I mean that was it. Obviously they scored late. Yeah, I mean just like just like Bell Tucker eventually got to it saying listen recruiting well but execution too but just like it wasn't all about execution, it wasn't about the game plan. It was weird yeah. that Peyton Thorne threw so much coming out. And they said that wasn't the plan, but he checked to some pass plays and a few RPOs. And Walker, like I said, was dinged up. Wasn't game plan, wasn't execution, I don't think. I asked Tucker, any distractions for all the attention last week? No, we didn't see a single sign of that, no. And he did say, anybody who mopes about this or finger points or makes excuses, they're going to be gone. He yeah. said... I run the program, they'll be gone. And I he laid laid it out very nicely. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. But yeah, there was no gonna be saying, Well, I did my job. Yeah, right, yours. right. He's not gonna have any of that and he wanted to clear there were no it wasn't because of these other things, it's because Ohio State's better. Right. Plain and simple. And this reminded me we talked about this too in the press box. This reminded me of the Capital One Bowl after the two thousand ten season and Michigan State played Alabama. And that day was a real smack of reality in the face of wow, this is how far you've really gotta go to be an elite team. Now, they eventually got to that point. People say the playoff game, but the, that playoff game was, they were a little closer in town, regardless of score. This today, to me, felt like, okay, great season, Michigan State. This is how far you still have to go in a lot of places. And you've got to get, it's not just about, we always talk, it's the trenches, build up the trenches, physical. It's not just about that. Ohio State, the, the speed and the quickness and the receivers and the running back, it's not like they mauled Michigan State, mashed them with a running game or even an unbelievable pass rush. They just outsped them, outspeeded them, I was saying, whatever on, that is. Even on the kick returns. Yeah. Jane Reed a couple times, you're like, oh, normally he'd get to the edge here. Yeah. No? No. They're here? Yeah. Where do they find all these fast guys and all these receivers? They're all here. Jeez. Well, uh, we'll uh, check back um, next weekend. Michigan State, home against Penn State, Ohio State, and Ann Arbor against Michigan. Who knows what's going to happen in any of these uh, scenarios? You think Michigan State will bounce back against Penn State? Well, they, I mean, I think you'll get a better effort, but they, I mean, they're banged up at this right, point. I mean, right. those guys we just mentioned out, Rivera's Crouch was in and out today. Still, a lot of other guys in and out. So. Who knows where they are health-wise? It's I'd say it's a pretty important game. You you win that game and you're ten and two. You're in position for a right. six ball, all those sort of things. That helps with all the momentum of the recruiting Mel Tucker's talking about. Um, so I think when you get to the end of the season, you have a, a season like that. You can kind of overlook the one week and say this program's still heading in the right direction. Obviously, this the reminder that. That's how far we've got to go. And these reminders pop up in college football <laughs> all the time, just when Lincoln Riley thinks he hasn't figured out in Oklahoma or some other place, something will come up and bite you. And they talked about that. It's reality. It's life. I think they'll bounce back um, next week and going forward. All right. Can we say goodbye from the shoe? Bye, shoe.
Goodbye to the horseshoe. That's it's uh, Charbonne and Wojo from Columbus, and uh, read us on DetroitNews.com.